Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. You all know how much we love ProCare. We talk about them all the time, pretty much in every episode we record. Pretty much. So we are really, really excited to announce. They are sponsoring that podcast. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. Yes. (laughs) And we truly believe in their product because we take them every single day. I take their one-a-day capsule. Yes. And I take their one-a-day chewable. It's freaking delicious. And not only do they have multivitamins, but they have calcium chews. Delicious calcium chews. The salted caramel is to die for. Oh, and the cinnamon roll guys tastes like a cinnamon roll mm-hmm. oh my god they also have dinner mint but mm-hmm. our favorite favorite yes. is a dark chocolate for two reasons one you can have it at nighttime for a treat mm-hmm. or make a s'more out of it we've done it freaking bomb how cool is that so go now to procarenow.com and use code oslp for 10 percent off all righty now go now what are you waiting for go get your vitamins yeah Welcome back, OSLP family! Welcome, welcome. You are listening to our Sleeve Life podcast presents mm-hmm. the Lisa Lampanelli Chronicles. That's right, that's so right. So you guys know what that means. Um, you're listening to Kelly. This is this is Kelly. This is Maha. And you guys know what that means. We have Miss Lisa Lampanelli herself on the pod. That's right. Welcome. Oh my God, I love you guys. You guys are, believe it or not, hopefully if you ever have a low self-esteem day you can be like hey i helped lisa through some things hey i'm helping people because you guys are really really a blessing and i just have to say it before i go any further and forget thank you we appreciate that That thank you the world because you never really know if things are working like Mm -hmm. if we're really helping people until we get told so (laughs) yeah (laughs) we'll get random messages from people and it helps yeah yeah And I also think, too, with like, I mean, part of what we're going to talk about today, I'm sure, is about some sort of measurement of success, whether it's scale, regain, Mm -hmm. weight loss. It it Mm -hmm. always seems to come down to numbers Mm -hmm. and numbers in life drive me or have driven me insane, Mm -hmm. like towards like the end of stand up. You know, how many tickets did you sell with the podcast? Mm -hmm. How many downloads do you have with the scale? How much do you weigh? How much did you gain during COVID? All that. Mm -hmm. And it's all so full of fake measurements Mm -hmm. and bullshit. And it never really comes around to like, the numbers really don't matter. No, they don't. It's really attached to them and our worth. It's very, it's a very strange way we in this country or wherever have of measuring who we are. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like we we put the meaning to the number. So mm-hmm. if we don't give it the meaning, the power, then it can be released to where it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's is correct. That's what I'm working on. That's sort of what came out last week when I literally sit there and I imagine I must have gained a huge amount of weight. Like mm-hmm. I just literally, mm-hmm. my head goes, I never had that body dysmorphia that anorexics have, which is, they see a fat person in the mirror and they're literally skin and bones. Right. But I have to the extent where I'll, I'll, I will convince myself that even though I've been eating exactly the same, mm-hmm. that I've regained weight. Mm-hmm. So I remember this, the reason we t- hit on this topic was because it was like midnight. I don't really like to call my friends here, you know, really super late mm-hmm. because they all have kids and all that. So I'm like texted you guys. And I was like, you around because I know you're in Portland. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I like to cultivate friends in every time zone. So yeah. I have somebody to yent it with. <laughs> and I was like, dude, me and Mel started talking. And we we're like, dude, like, 
do you have shame if you think you gained weight? And mm-hmm. you're like, oh God, yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. just a huge sh- shameful thing. Mm-hmm. And I started working with this trauma coach on why numbers have really freaked me out mm-hmm. okay. in this arena and others. And it's really what we attach as meaning to them and the numbers could be anything and we just attach our worth to it. So I'm so glad we talked about that and we started kind of thinking about to talk about that today. Yeah, I I can feel that because I have a lot of shame surrounded the fact that I did gain weight mm-hmm. and I have gained from uh, my what I was ha- like happiest at. I've gained about 30 pounds mm-hmm. and that is in our world very shameful and because you, your whole goal after you have surgery is to lose your weight. Mm-hmm. So when yeah. you start to put that back on because of, you know, change in diet, trauma, whatever happens in your life, even if it is a normal 10 pounds that you are supposed to gain, that everybody yes. gains. Yeah. Um, yes. It's shame. And it's like I hear people saying, oh, I gained two pounds. Oh, I gained five pounds. And I'm like. Like, stop it. Are you listening to yourself? (laughs) Like, you legit gained two pounds. Yeah. Like, that is not going, that does not equal 100 pounds. Mm -mm. Like. I think the problem is people think, oh, we'll gain two and then it'll get so out of control. Mm -hmm. So we attach that we're Mm -hmm. a failure. Mm -hmm. And shame is really, you know, the way researchers talk about it. Shame is that there's something wrong with us. Not I did something wrong. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't be eating just physiological. I shouldn't be eating um, tons of fat and protein all the time. Right. Suppose, suppose that would be a thing where I'd go, oh, okay, I should change that. I should mm-hmm. look at that. I'll feel better. So that's just doing something wrong. Uh-huh. That's not shameful. It's like, okay, I made a bad choice. So what? Mm-hmm. Right. But us thinking there's something wrong with us because we're the wrong number is really terrible. It is. And, um, I made this little experiment last week. My, the shrink, I had told him about all the drama and trauma with numbers. And he goes, try to find out a non, the number in your life that's least threatening to you. Oh, like okay. it's not your weight. The weight is that's so filled with charge mm-hmm. right now. So I said, you know what? I'm going to find out how many ticket sales we have for these coming shows. We're doing my podcast, Losers with a Dream Live. We're doing yeah. it two shows. So I said, okay. I can handle if this is horrible. Mm -hmm. And yes, I called the club. I said, hey, what are the numbers? I was business Lisa. And honestly, it's not great, but there was that glimmer of you're a failure, you're a has-been, you're Mm -hmm. a loser. And then I was like, within literally probably 10 minutes, I was too, that's okay. People who are going to be there are supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. The people who need to hear your message will hear it. Mm -hmm. And then I got brave enough to ask the guys how many downloads we have. And it was more than I thought. Yay! And But but you want to know the great thing about that was too, which I loved. I didn't shift to, oh, this is going to be huge. Oh, it's going to be big. I shifted to, it literally naturally came out where I said to myself, the people who are listening are being helped. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I go, wait a minute. If I'm starting to measure those kind of numbers in a positive gratitude-based way Mm -hmm. and a service way, I can maybe someday, not maybe soon, maybe not next week or the week after, mm-hmm. I can maybe look at my weight in the same way of I'm supposed to be here now. Mm-hmm. Oh. This is the weight I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So I think it's all that. A friend of mine told me, it's not the number you're afraid of. It's what you attach to it. And yeah. it's like, oh, worth. It's like all worthiness. Mm-hmm. So are we doing anything wrong by selling fewer tickets or fewer downloads or by gaining weight? No, no, there's nothing broken in us, but we go there. And I think Mm -hmm. that's what you might be feeling too. Yeah. Oh, I can completely relate, completely relate because we get to, there's sometimes where we will look at numbers, you know, downloads, tickets, whatever. And you're just like, well, it's not as much as we wanted. Right. Um, especially, you know, social media is really hard because harsh. Yeah. You, you want, you think you come up with this great idea. And so then you post it and you're really excited about it and nothing. Right. It can fall flat. And then you're like, well, but we worked really hard on this. And instead of being (laughs) like, like excited that we, we accomplished something, we posted it, like we liked it. Yeah. We're constantly consumed with the thought of, 
but what but what did we do wrong that they don't like it? Yeah. And there's and, so many other factors that can go into that. Yes. Like it could be the wrong time oh of day. God. It could be the wrong day. Yes. Yes. It's all like we have no control over mm-hmm. anything. No. And I honestly don't think, and I don't think I'm being a cop out. I'm not copping out by saying it. I don't think we have that much control over our weight. I don't. Mm-hmm. I think if the goal is 80 grams of protein a day, which by the way, since we talked, I've been more diligent about looking at that. Oh, and good. I literally do that. I probably have done that since week eight, 10 years ago. Wow, I get wow. so much protein. It's almost stupid uh-huh, because uh-huh. it's literally, oh, the whole day is just till five o'clock protein. Yeah. And I'm hungry all the time, every mm-hmm. two hours. So I'm banging yeah. this stuff out. And I'm like, that's wow, that's saying. the goal is to have energy. Then isn't it successful? Even if some weight comes back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I think so. So I think we just have this whole like twisted mentality of we can control something that we can't. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about it that as we get older, we gain weight in different places. Mm-hmm. Right. So my six COVID pounds are in this weird ass place on my back that I'm like, <laughs> what is going on there? So it's that like love handle in the back. Oh yeah. And, uh, like, like okay, what is like, that? That, <laughs> that bra line area. <laughs> Yes. Yes. And who can ever change that? You can't change your body shape. Mm-hmm. So I think us trying to get a hold of giving up control is our only uh, hope. Mm-hmm. I love that you said about this social media thing, because dude, I literally will throw up something so stupid that takes no effort and it gets a ton of views. Yep. I throw up something that was so cute and oh my God, we filmed it and it'd be like two views. Yes. And he's so- Oh my God. You're like, what so, the hell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like comparison with Instagram, well, social media in general, you look at so many different pages. And I think that's that goes along with bariatrics is that you follow when you're in the bariatric field, you follow so many bariatric patients. Right. And you'll see mm-hmm. some that get down low and they stay low. Mm-hmm. Like they're just their body is very consistent with that. And then you have somebody that can gain about 30 pounds and it's still okay. You are still worthy. You are still powerful. You are still in control of your health and your life. It's just, everybody's different. You're not, it's it's just going to all be different. Yeah. And I would say like all of our journeys are different to where like those people that are really low and stay low, Mm -hmm. like I'll fully admit it. It's because they're literally doing the work every fucking day and I'm not like, I will fully admit that I'm not putting in all the work hundred percent of the time because that's not realistic for my, my nope. world. Nope. And I'm okay with that, but I've had to come to terms with that because mm-hmm. with regain, like it freaked me out once when Kelly said, well, you've regained. And I'm like, no, I fucking haven't. What are you talking about? Because like I've gained that normal 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. And yes, I was like, yes. that's, that's not regain to me in my brain. Cause I'm like, no regains where it's like 20, 30, 40, because like, those are getting scary numbers. But like, I realized like I shouldn't be scared of that. The wording of her saying that. Yeah. That word is that very word, scary. Yeah. It's very scary. Yeah. Yes. Cause it, to us, we hear you're gaining all your weight back. Yep. You're going to be sick. You're going to be unhealthy. You're going to be shamed. You're going to have people make fun mm-hmm. of you. Um, I mean, I go right to just like, Oh, I was made fun of it in public for how many years am I really going to mm-hmm. volunteer for that again? Yeah, exactly. I, that doesn't feel good. And that's why I kind of always lead with, I gained this amount in COVID. I look, is that amount that noticeable? Probably not. Mm -mm. Guess what? I'd rather get in front of it Mm, and have the idiots who might be like, oh, but again, I think we've talked about how nobody ever says to me, oh, you look bad from the neck down. (laughs) Then the neck up. Then they start with how, how old you look or whatever. And I'm like, I guess you can't win in the way of you got to just do this from a health perspective. And I never have done anything. I'm not kidding. From a health perspective, there was Mm -hmm. no threat. Like Mm -hmm. there was never a threat great enough that got me to go to the gym. Okay. We have no heart disease in the family. We have Mm -hmm. no high cholesterol. There's literally no stakes for me. Mm -hmm. So could I go without movement the rest of my life? Probably. Mm -hmm. But there's shame around saying it. Yeah. It's like, I'd rather be honest, get in front of me and go, 
I'd rather eat a gun than go to the gym. I'd rather eat a gun than drink water. Like I have this there. Here's decaf coffee, decaf iced tea. If that ain't good enough, <laughs> everyone can go fuck themselves. Because if it's decaf, it's okay. So, um, I fully I gonna- believe that that iced tea is water. Yeah. It is. It I is liquid. If it's decaf, because it's yeah. not going to de- dehydrate yeah. you. Right. So well, no, that's what I'm going. Well, I don't want to get to be that 80 year old person like my mom was who wouldn't drink water or anything. So I'm like, oh, OK. And again, is it I'm never going to be perfect about it, mm-hmm. but I'd rather not be lying about it. Yeah. You'd, so you'd rather be I in think, front and, and realize the situation. Right. Do you think like literally they have a saying in AA like, you're only as sick as your secrets. And that's how shame grows is when you're not telling the truth, which is yep. why on my podcast, I mean, those guys and I are just really honest about everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes I listen to the stuff that Bo, my co-host shares about addiction mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my God, he has guts to like admit to that. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. But then I'm like, yeah, because if you don't put it in the light, it grows. Well, and for it's- instance, we did a Patreon episode, which... Shameless plug. If you have not gone on our Patreon, go now. Yes. It We have a fantastic group called Benchies. Um, we are no longer calling it the Losers Bench. It is the Winner's Bench for, yeah. from now until forever. That's right. Because we are no longer losers. Nope. Um, and so we have a fa- fabulous little family over there. So if you have not checked it out, go to patreon.com forward slash OSLP. But anyways, we do... Uh, episodes every week mm-hmm. and for just for our patrons and they're just like short little things they're random we just and we were talking and i was like you know non-scale victory i had salami cheese and nuts for lunch like i was really excited that i had lunch i had a nutritious lunch yep. and then i was like but i had a cupcake for breakfast uh-huh. so there's that and i was very like like i said it then i was like oh i probably shouldn't have said that Nice. But then I was like, but that's reality. Like my boyfriend's daughter turned 16 and there was cupcakes on the table. I am a food addict. Oh, like I I would think that there was something emotionally wrong with you if you didn't have that. Because <laughs> it's almost saying food has nothing to do with pleasure. It's not fun. Like it is. I have a friend who's obsessed with, and again, I won't in case people do believe in this, I don't believe a whole lot in elimination diets, Mm -hmm. gut health, all Mm -hmm. that stuff. I think it's a lot of diet culture disguised as wellness. Yeah. She believes in like eliminating all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm a friend. So I'm like, oh, that's great. Good for you. Yeah. Um, And she's like, well, eating sweets makes me feel terrible. So I'm probably not going to do that anymore. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. but food is fun. Food is comforting. Mm -hmm. Right. No one's shitting on someone who has a glass of wine once a day or mm-hmm. once every two days, but they're going to look at the quote unquote fat person and go, how dare you eat that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we're talking about staying in balance mm-hmm. Yeah. to me. Yeah. I had the cupcakes. So what? Yeah. I, I eat sweets all the time. And then that's this good lunch that I think sounds like you nailed it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, it's a shame that the, it's a shame that just the shame hits us over the head after right? we say out. It's like that. And yeah. it's like the reality is, is I'm two, I'm two and a half years out. Like if I want to have a cupcake, I can have a cupcake. And yes. I'm going to enjoy the little things in life because, like you said, food is fun. Like if you just ate boiled chicken and vegetables for the rest of your life. Oh my God. Like I yeah, just I'm I wouldn't want to live anymore. Yeah. Like yeah. that sounds like the worst thing in world to not enjoy my food because I am a foodie. I like trying new things. Yeah. I when I go travel places, like my first thought is what can I try that is not at my house and like in my state? Wow. And see that good. That's openness. That's being you know, I had a I have a nephew who was in the Peace Corps for for a while in Africa. He was in like one of the poorest villages mm-hmm. and he's a vegetarian, super skinny but the greatest soul in the world. Mm. And we asked him if he stuck to being a vegetarian in Africa. He goes, no, because it's a real insult to the village if you don't eat everything they eat. Mm. So, you know, they eat wild stuff like goat, yeah. goat eyes. Like he goes, yeah, he goes, that's like, that's offered to you as a gift. Mm-hmm. Yes. You would be shame. You would shame them if you didn't eat it. Mm-hmm. So I go, that's open. Yeah. So 
if he can be open about that, and that's like really kind of bending his dietary rules, mm-hmm. it would be literally crazy if I went to a party and didn't have cake. I don't get that mm-hmm. mentality. And I think mm-hmm. you do end up snapping and going in the other direction. Mm-hmm. The binge deprive, binge deprive cycle. I would be more ashamed of that cycle than, hey, you know what? I have a cupcake every day plus protein. I'm cool. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, we actually talked to one of the influencers that is uh, very prominent in the Instagram bariatric Instagram world, uh, Mm Miss Michaela. And she actually said, like, I she loves sweets and she likes to end her day or like for lunch or whatever, have something sweet. She works it into her day like that's just a part of what she does is when she plans her meals. She says, okay, well, I'm going to make these protein brownies or whatever, which, by the way, she makes fantastic They're protein really brownies. Good. They like, are they really good. They actually taste good. like a brownie Yeah, because I'm a brownie fiend. That's good. And it's That's like good. bomb. So she'll make yeah. those and she'll cut them up and she'll make them into portions of like, okay, I'm going to have one every day. Yep. And, sure. And she's, she's like amazing. She looks amazing. She feels amazing. Like, so why not enjoy your life? Why would you want your life? You did this surgery to like have a bigger, more expanded life. Yeah. And to go and do things that you've never done before. So why take a portion of that and be like, nope. Nope, not anymore. Like, why not just enjoy yeah. it fully in all well, aspects? And also, also, there's so much food that individuals can't tolerate mm-hmm. because of their different operations. So mm-hmm. I literally have a really hard time with pork. Mm. I have a hard time with chicken of a certain coarseness. So you do end up cutting out all this stuff that you actually really freaking love. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, I'm cutting so much of that out. Like, Mm -hmm. can I have something? And I'm going to push back on the protein brownie and be like, why isn't it okay to have a real brownie? Well, it it totally is. It totally is. What I'm saying is I don't think the message has to be every single thing you eat has to have protein. Right. I think uh, if I want to grab a, a, a ring ding or a, a yodel or, oh boy, am I old. With these <laughs> I'm like, I don't um, even know what those are. I mean, I know what a ring oh, ding yeah. is, but I don't know what a yodel yeah, is. A, a hostess small snowball. Like it's oh, these yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Like there's no way I shouldn't be able to do that. No. And I think people have so much shame about eating real food that is just delightful and fun. Mm-hmm. And every ice cream we eat doesn't have to be vegan mm-hmm. protein ice cream mm-hmm. or whatever. Like it just, it just, uh, something that I think we want to feel like normal humans. Mm-hmm. Right. And the shame about, I mean, I really feel sorry for people when they're at my house and they're reaching for something. Oh, I shouldn't. Oh, I shouldn't. I always go, yeah, you should. Yeah, well, you should. That's why. There. Yeah. I was at my salon yesterday, which I got my hair done, which shout out to Amy at Asha salon yeah. because she did Fucking fantastic. Yeah, she did. Um, And she decided for the holidays she was going to get these cute little cookies mm-hmm. and keep them at the station. Mm-hmm. So when people came in, they could have a sugar cookie and, like, enjoy the holidays. And sure. I had a good lunch. And then I went down there and I was like, you know what? Damn it. I'm having a cookie. Of course. Who cares? And so I had that cookie. I fully enjoyed that cookie. And then it was gone. Like, I didn't think yeah. about it again because I satisfied the need to have that. And then, yeah. or the want to have that. I shouldn't say need because I don't need it, but I wanted it really bad. And so right. I had it. I was like, why shouldn't I? Why shouldn't I have well, a cookie? Here's the, here's the question though. Like, I think the problem comes in when we scarf it out of shame instead mm-hmm. of enjoy right. it. And I love when you just said, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Because what I'll do sometimes is if I'm in a shame mood, I'll eat it too fast. I'll feel like shit. Mm-hmm. And then be like, why did I do that? Yeah, But if it's something you're just like, oh, like there's this certain candy bar. Um, it's um, was made pretty famous recently by my niece's podcast. It's called Tony's Chocolate Only. Oh. And it's from Belgium. It's really big bars. And it's something about the way it's made. It's like 90% of the profits go to this big charity. So I oh, think cool. that's why they made it famous on their podcast. Okay. So I bought it out of support. And it's so good <laughs> and it's so big and you break it off and you're like, yeah. And you're enjoying the F out of it because it's so like thick. And I'm like, wow, that's enjoying it versus scarfing it out. Right. Of, I shouldn't, I shouldn't. And you yep. eat less. Mm-hmm. And I hate to be like, 
wow, new discovery, Lisa, duh, everybody knows that. But it does feel mm-hmm. like if you do eat it slow, man, it mm-hmm. feels like I treated myself and I did it with dignity. The mm-hmm. thing is, doing everything with dignity kind of seems to take the shame out of it. Mm-hmm. We we interviewed somebody that they actually said, like, you if you have an issue, like I have an issue with sweets, I can't have them in the house. But mm-hmm. if I do have it, like you say, OK, I'm going to sit at the dining room table yeah. and eat it. You're not mm-hmm. going to eat it scarfing it down over the sink. You're not going to eat it while you're laying in bed, mindlessly shoving it in your mouth. Or hiding it. Like, or hiding don't it. Don't go into the car and eat it. Like, that was the deal that yeah. she was trying to explain is, like, don't do not do it shamefully. Yes. Like, don't hide it. Don't like, do it, like, in your room, like, in the kitchen where, like, everybody People can, see, can you, see you. And you can see what you're doing. And it's okay <laughs> to eat these things. It's yeah. not shameful. It's you just have to get in front of it to where it's not a binge because that's where mine starts to go is like, if I'm hiding it, it turns into a binge and then I'm shameful, but that I ate it. And then my mind goes back to my eating disorder world of Mm. let's just purge it, which I haven't done that in a very, very long time. But like back before surgery, that's what I would do. I would go and binge. I would eat a bunch. I would feel sick. I would purge. And then it's like it never happened, right? The calories are yeah. gone. Yeah, you got the taste. Right. And it's out. Yeah, and it's not. Sure. But I was that binging is very a shameful act for me, and sure. So I'm. I liked that she made it to where like it's fine. Don't hide it. Acknowledge that you're doing it, but just don't binge. Like there's that right. that act is not necessary in your life. So right. So, I just think there was so much shame associated with being fat. Mm-hmm. that why did I lose all this weight if I'm going to reinsert shame mm-hmm. overeating mm-hmm. every time I don't move, mm-hmm. every time I don't drink enough water, every time I don't, uh, every time I beat myself up for gaining pounds during COVID, mm-hmm. like I just traded one shame for another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact was I was healthy, fat, I'm healthy, thin. Mm-hmm. So what did I gain? I really if I continue to look at that number as a shameful thing, Mm. then I'm going to really go, my life didn't really improve much. Mm -hmm. So I have to get my head around that it's normal to gain weight after surgery. It's normal to gain weight in COVID. It's normal to go, okay, I'm just a human who's trying to do my best, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's difficult. You have those hour of need moments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I know like for me, I've always was, because I'm hitting the table. Um, I've always been like the bigger friend, the Mm -hmm. friend, the biggest friend in the room, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. physically and, you know, outspokenly, Mm -hmm. but like, it's been weird being the smaller friend because like, if I do eat anything that I feel shameful about, I'm so scared. I'm going to become the big friend again. Mm -hmm. And that fucks with my brain. And so Mm -hmm. like, for me, it's a little different. Cause I, I can't relate with like with Cal with the food stuff. Cause I've never mm-hmm. had a food just dis- like eating disorder, mm-hmm. but I can feel the fact of like, Hey, if I do, I'll, I'll see like the candy bars or whatever. And then I start thinking like, do I want to become the fat friend again? Like my brain instantly goes, do you want to be fat again? What are you going to do? And sometimes I get like, I'll just eat it. Cause I'm like, no, I'm like, stop it. You're being stupid to yourself. Mm-hmm. Or I'll right. get the other thing that happens with me where I'll be like, no, you are worth more than that candy bar. So don't do it. Like just, you've gone this far. So why are you letting a candy bar rule your brain? So I go yeah, back right. and forth from either one, depending on like the day, the mood, the stress levels, sure. um, because I can play right. both sides. It's like, it just depends on how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. So I can really like empathize with others that are trying so hard to not have that binge. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's just not, Oh my God. Not, yes. not like fun. Mm-mm. No, like the whole, I don't think I, I don't think a binge is possible from for my you, I don't know. Yeah. situation, mm-hmm. um, but you do know when you've overdone it. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ate too fast, ate one, mm-hmm. three, two, three bites too many, mm-hmm. feel like shit, sit there on the couch, hate yourself. Mm-hmm. So we're not looking at ourselves as humans allowed to make mistakes. We're looking mm-hmm. at ourselves as humans who did this thing and now we're superhuman and we have to stay exactly the same way. You know, right. I the other day I put something on TikTok that actually, um, I mean, it didn't get a ton of viewers like millions or anything, but it mm-hmm. got like 1500, which we're That's new good. on TikTok with mm-hmm. the dream. It's yeah. cute and silly. And um, I love them. Yeah. Some guy wrote, 
WTF happened to her? Oh. I hear that writing as why the fuck is she so old and ugly? I literally, that's what I hear. Right. So I delete the comment. Mm-hmm. Then I think to myself, that was all me making that up. Mm-hmm. I have shame around the fact that I didn't have lipstick on the picture. Mm-hmm. I had makeup on, but no lipstick. So I go, he probably thinks I look really fucking old and gross. So I go, wait, that's all me. Like, let me, mm-hmm. let me experiment with this and see if he meant something else. So he actually said the same thing again. Oh, wow. And I wrote back, oh, I'm now doing a podcast called Losers with a Dream. You should check it out. And he goes, oh my God, I'm so happy to hear that. I wonder where you'd gone. Because oh. I stopped. Oh, so he didn't so mean I, anything negative, negative at no. all. Nope. No, so I literally go to shame over that I didn't have the right makeup on. Mm. I looked gross. I looked whatever, if it, you know, I, I obviously do it about body stuff too. And I'm like, mm. man, we, I really inject my shame into other people that they're not even trying to say that. Yeah. Like, so again, it's all feeling like um, I'm putting a lot of this, this on myself mm-hmm. and the imagining mm-hmm. of the weight and the being afraid to get on the scale. Mm-hmm. You know, all that stuff is in my head mm-hmm. and I just got to work it out and mm-hmm. have permission to be human. Yeah. Well, and we project. I think that's the deal is that I've noticed with some family lately is like they're projecting your own feelings on what you think that yes. they're thinking. Yes. And I think that we have to remember like, hey, guess what? We get to tell you what we're thinking. You don't get to tell us what mm-hmm. we're thinking. And mm-hmm. that's bottom mm-hmm. line. So like we need to stop projecting what we think someone else is going to say or mm-hmm. act like because they might have a full different intention mm-hmm. than what yeah. we're thinking. Yes. And I know that from just arguing with Eric about stupid shit. Mm-hmm. It's like he's all, you fantasized that you thought I was going to say X, Y, and Z. And now mm-hmm. I didn't. And now you're like, what to do? I'm like, Exactly. One hundred percent. Yep. Like we have to stop thinking everyone's going to have that horrible thinking that we're thinking in our head because some most people aren't. <laughs> well, and that rolls right back into eating food in public. So yeah. say you're at a party oh. and you're eating a cupcake and somebody oh. looks at you, you're automatically Instant. like, they're going to shame me for eating a cupcake. They know that I've had surgery. Like they're wondering why I'm eating sugar, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And they could purely just be like. Oh, I like her hair. Yeah. Like there yeah. there could be nothing about the what cupcake. you're shoving in your face. <laughs> no. Like nothing about it. Uh-oh. But our brains are automatically like, oh, I've got to yeah. have the right response because they're going to be mean and they're going to say this and this and this. Oh, yeah. And have, have you ever been like, oh, I'm just having one like out of nowhere. And they're uh-huh. just like, yes. I don't even fucking know why you're telling me. Yeah. That. They're like one of what? Yeah. Like, Wait, oh, hold on one second. I have a dog that's attacking Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Parker, you real life Hold on, put me on pause for two seconds. Okay. He's mental. Okay. He's mental. So, uh, we'll pick up from where you were saying. Um, yeah, the, the projecting what people are staring at us mm-hmm. about is really a classic move. It's mm-hmm. just so ridiculous. But I think, don't you think it just comes from a lifetime of having been judged? Yeah, one hundred percent. Because if it didn't happen, we wouldn't think of it. I. I heard the greatest podcast once where the guy goes, you would never be insulted if someone said to you, hey, you're such a chair. <laughs> you know you're not a chair. And it's like, but if they, if, but, and you've never been called one, so it's not an insult, but mm-hmm. staring, be, previously having experience being stared at because we're fat mm-hmm. makes us worry that somebody's going to do it again. So mm-hmm. we have a predisposition to think that. So I think we're totally being normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and the oh, snide comments. I think yeah, that's the deal yeah. is like, I think growing up you hear people because they don't think that you're listening, but, but you, you hear are. them have these random snide comments about when they see a bigger person walking mm-hmm. down the road or when they're eating something. Mm-hmm. And so you hear these bad negative comments and you're thinking like, mm-hmm. well, you're saying that for them. Then people are got to be saying that about mm-hmm. me. Um, you yeah. know, like the, I would never eat and drive. Like I still don't. Nope. There's something about it that I'm just like, I don't want somebody looking at me in the car and thinking, wow, she just can't get right. She can't wait to get she home. She can't wait. She's got to shove all that food in her face. And legit, it's because I'm running late and yes. I need to yes. eat. Yeah. Like yes. even always the way it is. Right. Even like with an egg bite, like I'm eating egg bites in the car mm-hmm. I did on that my today. way. And I'm just like, oh, I hope so. Nobody looks at me because I'm eating an egg bite in the car. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Why am I, I even thinking that? Nobody gives well, a shit. No. Again, you know, we're just have experienced it like mm-hmm. so often, like at the gym or something. If I imagine like 
we all think people are looking at us mm-hmm. doing our thing when mm-hmm. they're just really worried about themselves. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's good because yeah. that's what they should be worried about. Mm-hmm. But of course, I'm imagining all these other things. So, yep. yeah, I think the shame is it's just sad that we have so much shame about this issue. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, the, and regain being like a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. you have to remain. I remember Carrie Fisher in one of her books said something like, because you know, she got bigger, not mm. fat or anything, mm-hmm. but she got bigger. She didn't look like, you know, she did when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. And she said something, I had no idea. I signed a contract to stay the girl who looks good in that metal bikini in Star mm. Wars. Where's the contract I signed? Yeah. Because wow. you can't stay that way. No. Your no. body changes. So mm-hmm. even though she was never a big woman, she felt shame over looking older or rounder or something. And I'm like, man, you're right. We can't stay like we were in our 20s. It's mm. just impossible. Well, and I mean, our 20s, I was big I the was whole big. time. Yeah, I was big the whole time. Whole time. And, and it's like that low weight number. Like, I remember seeing that number on the scale of 141. I think it was 141.7 or something. Seven, it was yeah. stu- It was like so stupid. And I remember seeing that and I knew as soon as I saw it on the scale, I was like, this is not attainable. I can't, no. I can't stay yeah, at same. 141. Mm-hmm. I wanted to I, see if I could get to that number. And I saw the number and I think within a couple weeks, I was up to 150. Like there was no, my body was not meant to stay at 141. No. no. And, mm-hmm. and so when I was at like 150, 155, I remember talking about and being very proud of myself that I got to this number. But why is this number so fucking important? Yeah. Why did you pick that number? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know well, why. You know what's, I- what's ironic about this whole thing? I can't even believe you're saying this because as you're saying 141, I'm going, no, it can't be. I literally, my way too low was 141.7. Whoa. It was <laughs> That's so insane. Thought, isn't that crazy for uh-huh. my height? I'm five nine. Whoa. So I remember people in, would say, oh my God, well, you must be a size two or something, which I I wasn't. Yeah. But because I'm so tall, they thought that. And I'm like, wow, I know that's too low. Right. That ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. And I have this number in my head as the one that's right for me. But this was also right for me 10 years ago. What of all random specific numbers, 152.3. Because <laughs> I remember one day I had a personal trainer come to my apartment in the city and I said to her, I'm so ashamed. I'm 152.3. And she goes, you're fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She goes, anything here? And she's feeling she goes, that's skin, that's skin. There's no mm-hmm. fat there. She goes, not a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh boy, she's telling me the truth. Mm-hmm. So isn't it weird? We have sort of the same amounts that we kind of aspire to. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh my God, if I get above that amount, then I'm a failure. Right. Well, 10 years later, you're going to be above that amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no way that a woman's body stays the same for the 10 years between whatever age and whatever age it just doesn't. It doesn't. No. And it's, it's, you know, for those that can get to that number and stay at that number, congratulations. Like that takes a lot of work to stay there. Yeah. A lot of effort. Yeah. Um, a lot of work to like, I know that when we were at the retreat, it was one of the speakers, Sammy, she was actually, she got to celebrate her lowest number ever. And she's very excited about it because she's worked really fucking hard to get to that number. And so it's like, yeah, like let's all cheer and be excited for her because she's excited about that. Yes. But we should also cheer and clap and be okay with gaining some weight back because it may not be attainable. It may not be not attainable, a sustainable. Sustainable. Well, if you said to me, would you rather be 152.3? Yeah. And not have any fun with food or be 160 and have some fun with food. I would choose fun over food any day. Yeah. Duh. Any day. Because honestly, there's really not anything wrong with that weight. There's Mm -hmm. basically nothing wrong with any weight. No. It's basically what I'm putting on it. Yes. Yes. Like, oh boy, if anyone asks, I'm going to have to say I gained seven, eight, nine, whatever it was. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know what? Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. I, nobody's calling anybody out. And if they do, mm-hmm. isn't that sad for them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not even 
they're not even evil. It's just kind of sad. It is sad. Well, and I, I've really, we've really always preached on the podcast, like non-scale victories. Yes. That's where it's all at is your non-scale victories. Because, you know, three years ago, I never would have ridden a roller coaster. Three years ago, I could barely walk to the bathroom by myself. So mm. those are the go- like those are the things that I try to bring to the forefront of my mind. I'm not a failure because I gained 30 pounds Mm-mm. because yeah. I gained. I Yeah, I gained 30 pounds, but I gained an entire life that I never even expected to have ever right. again. I think it's worth the 30 pounds. <laughs> it's totally worth the 30 pounds. I mean, I've really yeah. started to buckle down and get back to the the basics of, you know, making sure I get my water every day, my protein on point. Like, and I have lost, I actually lost weight while I was on vacation. Look like, at that. Look at that. Isn't that interesting? And it's purely just because I'm going back to that, like, okay, I don't need to have carbs at every meal. Like, right. if I want to have a Mickey head pretzel, I will 100% have a Mickey head pretzel, but I'm not going to berate myself because I know that at the next meal that we sit down to, I can have a hamburger with no bun. Yeah. yeah. Like there are little adjustments that I can make and I don't have to berate myself because I wanted a fucking Mickey head pretzel. Like, yeah. And I noticed with you, like with right. you hitting your goals, like mm-hmm. it's not even for you to lose weight. It's no. just for you to feel better. Yeah. Because like you've noticed that like you get more fog brained and what you call stupid. Yeah. If you don't eat protein. <laughs> if I don't eat protein or if I eat a lot of sugar. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's yeah, you're feeling healthier. You're feeling better throughout your day. And I think mm-hmm. that's more important than the scale. Exactly. I mean, and being able to be in a retreat where we were in people's like we were getting to meet people that we've talked to forever. Like that's a non-scale victory because we got to do that. Yep. And I think we, we focus so much on those numbers of like, what does the scale say? What does the scale say? Instead of being like, okay, let's, let's, what have you regained in your life? Yeah. What have you gained in your life? Wow. That's a great point. And you know, I do like, I, you know, I'm glad you explained non-scale victory. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really important concept because mm-hmm. I at first thought it meant something that was still measurable uh, and it's not. It's mm-hmm. not. So in other words, is it measurements? Is it, you know, um, what you did as far as at the gym or whatever? Mm-hmm. No, it's like literally is something you got out of this surgery mm-hmm. or out of this journey, not, mm-hmm. not even the weight loss, but the journey mm-hmm. yep. that you wouldn't have had before. Exactly. So, I think a lot of mine is I was just on a radio show a couple hours ago, a woman who had lost a bunch of weight. And she's like, how do you think your weight loss helped you end up where you are now, like doing the podcast and stuff? And Mm -hmm. I go, because I wasn't able when I had the weight on to be vulnerable and feel Mm -hmm. all the feelings if I was stuffing everything with food. Mm -hmm. So that's a non-scale victory. That Wow. That made me open up and not, hide who I was mm-hmm, yeah. because I was, I'm not, I'm not worried now people just coming out with a dumb fat joke or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's well, and a that's real. Six, yeah. That's six pounds that you gained. Like that has nothing like that doesn't change what you've gained from the journey. Right. Yeah. You know? That's true. It doesn't disappear. Right. No. Like, you know, I've gained 30 pounds. Can I still ride a roller coaster? Hell yeah, I can. Yep. Can I walk right. and do 20,000 steps in a day? Yes, I can. I mean, I'm I'm going to be down for a day because of it, but I, yes. I can do it. Yes. You know, can I go into a regular store and buy a dress? Yeah, I can. Right. So right. I gained not only my life, but I've gained all these experiences. I never right. we would have never made this podcast. Nope. Had I not had surgery and look at all we've gained from just being able. I mean, we've. We got to meet Lisa fucking Lampanelli. I, I mean, that's oh, lucky, lucky gals. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a non-scale victory in itself because it's like it's an accomplishment. It and is an accomplishment. And if you can you can measure accomplishments without it being tied to a number. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's what we should. That's the whole thing. I think you're right about that. Like, yeah. I forget that those things are sort of part of the benefit of having mm-hmm. done that surgery yeah. mm-hmm. and have lost that weight. Yeah. I think, too, though, um, you know what? Good. Let me ask you just off the record real quick. Can you guys hear those guys doing the lawn? A little bit. A little bit, but it's Should not. It's, headphones, would headphones help? It's not picking up. It's not picking up on our mics. So you're yeah. good. Okay. So if they get any closer, you let me know if you hear anything and I'll move the computer to a different room. Okay. It, okay. They're, they're back. Um, so real quick, here's the question. 
since non-scale victories are so important Mm -hmm. and since that's really the yardstick by which we Mm -hmm. should be measuring our life and work, what, where do you stand on the scale? Because there's those two different camps Mm -hmm. of like, okay, throw out your scale, never weigh yourself. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. You'll know by clothes, you'll know Mm -hmm. by how you feel, dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. Or there's the other ones who are like, well, I weigh myself once a week just to keep myself in check, Mm -hmm. which is, by the way, to me sounds like I'm being very, very distrusting of myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and why would I need to check in with myself in an artificial way like that? Mm -hmm. So how do you guys feel about the scale and what do you do? So I get really, I'm, I'm okay. I can go either way because when I did my regain of 30 pounds, I knew what I was eating and I didn't go on the scale because I knew that it was going to show. But I also am the type of person that if I get on the scale, I have a base number to go off of. And Mm -hmm. so I'm kind of in like, I kind of like, okay, I'm happy where I'm at. But then I also know that I could be doing a little bit better. And I Mm -hmm. think the scale kind of snaps my brain back into it. But I don't measure my entire worth or life around that number. It's more of like a check-in. Like, hey, okay, today I'm 179. Cool. Like, Got it. (laughs) I got it. I got the number. I can enter it into my fitness pal or very tastic or whatever you use. And I I have a number. Um, because I think that I want to, I do want to stay in check because towards the end of me being fat, having surgery towards that end, I didn't even own a scale. Yeah. And Mm. I, when I looked in the mirror, I saw somebody that was completely different and thinner and like, I didn't realize how fat I had gotten, how much weight I had put on. Yep. And right. so that's where my check-in comes in of like, okay, you're still good. Okay, we're solid. Okay, let's go on with our life. You're not over 200 pounds. You're not gaining 60 pounds in a year. Like, yes. we're fine. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. that's okay. how it was before. I would eat and I would eat and eat and eat and I would gain. I mean, I think I gained probably 50 pounds in a year. And wow. it was easy right. for me to do. Um, so it's more of a check-in with myself and a conversation of like, okay, we're still seeing the same thing in the mirror, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. It does for me. Yeah. Cause I can relate. I can agree with that because when you said throw away the scale, cause I've heard people say that, oh man, my stomach was like, no, 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 don't do that. It (laughs) scares the fuck out of me because I, again, I also did not have a scale during Mm -hmm. the whole time (laughs) before I had surgery. Yeah. And so I know myself is that if I don't see it, then I act like it's not real Mm -hmm. and then I just push it down and move it away. And Mm -hmm. so I need to have something to make me like in like check marks mm-hmm. and I don't do it every day and I don't even do it once a week. I just yeah. do it when I'm like, you know, I just want to check. How am I doing? Yeah. Let's just take a, a gander. Like, like this morning I was like, Hmm, I think I'm going to check in. And it was exactly what I thought it was. Um, and so I was like, okay, cool. We're, we're totally fine. The mm-hmm. the candy bar I had last night did not hurt me. <laughs> and I also use it like that as like a check mark of like, okay, so I did have my, I did have my Hershey bars with Ottomans and I'm like, I wanted to check to see like, is it really affecting my weight? Is it going to, is it actually making me gain? And it's not, Mm-mm. it's really not. Right. And so I needed to, to tell, I needed something to show myself and believe it. Like, because of the numbers, it makes me believe. So I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. So I'm fine. And so, but I don't, I also don't want to get obsessive over it because that's where that's, can, the, that's uh-huh. the part that I can. Yeah. And not yeah. letting it like rule your day. Like right. Right. say you get on the scale and you're a pound up. Like if you're going into a full on depressed state and you are talking to yourself like you suck, you can't do anything right, you've gained all this weight back, like you need to restrict yourself. Those are like, that's a moment where you and the scale need to have a very converse, good conversation. Yeah. Of, yeah. This does not rule my life. Right. It's, right. it's, it's right. just a number. If you're using it as a check mark, I think, like Mel said, or like I did, I think it's different. If yeah. you get on it, you're like, okay, cool, we're there. Awesome. And then you go about your day and you don't think about it again. But if you're continually thinking about it and and speaking to yourself in a way that is so demeaning and so harsh, yeah. 
I think that's a point well, where you, uh, you, you need to get rid yeah. of it if you're doing that. Sure. Yeah. Well, well, I think a lot of it is sort of what I'm happy about having seen the numbers of downloads and the number of tickets. Mm-hmm. Neither one was better than I expected. Mm-hmm. One was about where I expected, mm-hmm. but not, not great. Yeah. Even right. though about where I expected. And I'm like, hmm. If I can do that with a scale mm-hmm. and just go not taking it personally, not feeling like a failure, that is going to be a big win. Mm-hmm. And I think it will come, you know, thank God I'm working with this therapist about it because mm-hmm. I'm like, it'd be really nice just to use it as a tool. Right. Yeah. Like I've never used it as a tool. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I've just never done anything just for health, meaning right. I've never gone, I lost weight for health. I I did it for a different reason. Yeah. So I think this is good to sort of start talking about. I don't have to go into full on shame spiral Mm -hmm. because of a number that I'm not particularly thrilled with. Yeah. 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 I like that because it's so, sometimes it's really hard. It's really hard. And like, I'm having kind of a, I don't really know how I'm feeling. And I told Mel, like we were Marco pulling, pulling while I was driving back from my infusion. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I kind of just want to cry. Yeah, But then I'm really excited about where we're at. So I don't understand why I want to cry. And so, you know, I'm trying to find the joy. And I think that's a big thing is where's your joy in your life? Because when you're having a moment where you're like, okay, I've gained six pounds. I'm not happy with my body. I'm not happy with where's the joy. Where where, where are the good things in your life? Because you can't measure your entire life by one by one number. One number <laughs> or one bad oh, experience. Like you can't. It's exhausting. Yeah. It is. And, and I it, really it, feel like we need to change that of like, okay, yeah. what have I regained in my life from having surgery? What have I, you know, okay, this is the number. Okay, next time I'm going to do better than that. Like you, you yeah. it's a goal for you. It's not a shameful thing. Well, and to play off of what you yeah. said with joy, if you start listening to things that you do mm-hmm. enjoy – just do those things, mm-hmm. you know, just go out and actually do the things that you do enjoy. So that mm-hmm. way you can start feeling like the happy feelings again. Cause yeah. I think we get so caught up in our head mm-hmm. and then we kind of yeah. sit in it yep. and then we're like, I don't know how to get out. And then we're yep. like, no, like you need to think of things that give you joy to your life and then go do those things. Yeah. Or get a, find a hobby because I recently discovered I'm crazy. And I recently discovered that I love making snow globe cups. Mm-hmm. So you put glitter oh in and double walled cups and then I cut out all these designs on my Cricut and I rhinestone the lid. Like it's a full thing. <laughs> but I've realized that it takes me out of my head and yeah. I'm doing something with my hands. So I'm not snacking. Because that's a downfall for me when I get bored, I snack like we all do or most of us. And so it gives me something to like change my energy. And it's something that I actually enjoy doing. It's it's taking me out of my normal day to day and putting me in a spot where I'm like, I created something and I'm really excited Mm -hmm. about it. And it has nothing to do with weight. It has nothing to do with anybody else but me and what I created. Yep. So, yeah, it's really interesting to once we know what we get joy out of, mm-hmm. like, first of all, the number doesn't seem as important. Mm-hmm. And second of all, we find we're eating possibly not all the time, but possibly less because we don't need to go to food to mm-hmm. medicate. Exactly. So, you know, when I'll go out to dinner with people who really count and who I have deep conversations with, I'm mm-hmm. like, interesting that I didn't come home and have a snack. It's just interesting, right? Yeah. I'm like, yes, that's one of the things I got to concentrate on instead yes. of this number. Because you're being fulfilled by a conversation yeah. that you had with somebody that you really like and really enjoy talking yeah. to. So you didn't come home feeling unfulfilled in, yes, in what you did yeah, or depleted. The depletion is what makes you feel like, well, I don't drink, so I'm going to have to medicate with something. Let me grab this, you know, whatever snack food you guys are too young to have even heard of. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of want to, like, hear, like, I kind of want to know what all these snacks are. Oh, my God. Just look them all up. Look up Hostess and Drake snack cakes. It is spectacular. There's 50s and 60s and 70s snacks that, you know, they don't, I don't think they make most of them anymore. Okay. it's childhood to me. So, um, that's amazing. My gosh, so I'm really happy. And again, you know, thank you again for what you guys are doing. Aww. Thank you again for, you know, really being a voice to people who just had a lot of shame around it. 
and you know, for helping me out of a jam and getting on the phone last week and be like, bitch, it's cool. You're all right. You don't look bad. No. You know, because sometimes we just need each other. Yeah. And the shame is lifted when we're not secretive about it. So yeah. thank you so much, you guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being on and like really this was a really meaningful conversation to me. Like yeah. I really feel it in my soul. Like like the last time we did it, I needed it in my life at that moment. It's crazy, yeah. but I did I did need to have that conversation of boundaries. And I feel like yeah. I needed to have a conversation about it's not all about all about the numbers. Like focus on your life. Yeah. Where are you at? Like focus right. on that. Right. Well, and just know oh. that like just because you haven't reached whatever your goal is, mm-hmm. you still can. Like just because like you're yeah. not there tomorrow doesn't uh-huh. mean you still can't do these things. Because yeah. I hear all the time when people are like, I don't get it. Like I just can't I can't get this thing going. I can't, you know, get that A in the mm-hmm. class or whatever it is. And it's like, yeah. well, that's okay. Like just keep trying. Yeah. Like just don't give yeah. up on yourself. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? At the end of the day, you still have to deal with yourself. So why would you give up yeah. on that? Yeah. Like I have to tell it to my kid all the time because yeah. I'm like, hey, dude, like I know you're ha- having some tough problems with class right now, but mm. like I'm not giving up on you. So don't give up on yourself. Mm. We can do this. But yeah. like, yeah, I was like, look what me and Kelly have been able to do mm. in just less than two years. Like mm-hmm. all because anytime someone tells us no, we're like, OK, fine, pivot. And we'll just keep going. Like, yeah, we're not going to give up. So no. just I'm proud of you guys. I'm proud Thank of us you. putting this together and. We're going to do this again. You know us. We're going to we'll find something else that resonates with us. And we'll be like, that was a really good one. Yeah. Right? Like, I feel like I needed it. I needed it in my soul. We needed our Lisa today. Yeah. I needed some Lisa time. Hey. Yeah. Um, well, and then. If you need more Lisa. Yeah. Yes. Luckily, luckily, I am so fucking available. <laughs> feel free. <laughs> I'm going to shamelessly plug. Yes, um, do it. I am involved with a podcast called Losers with a Dream. Mm-hmm. We uh, love being vulnerable and mm-hmm. having fun and joking at the same time. So I'm semi mean, but loving to my two co hosts and follow us. Listen to the podcast, it's on every platform. And we really, it's a joy to me. That's like literally my hobby now. And it I feels it. like my little snow globe. And Aww. also follow me at uh, Losers with the Dream on TikTok if you want to see some real stupid shit because it's real stupid. <laughs> oh, it's fucking funny. <laughs> we'll have them it's all so linked funny. down below. And well, so you. it'll be easy for you guys to just click on the link, go straight there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you guys are in the New York area, right? Because the show's in New York. Yeah, but unfortunately it'll be um, done probably by the time this oh, is theirs, out. What's yeah, a- yeah. So, but so- that's okay. Yeah, I will be if you do any more live podcast tapings, I absolutely will have them on my website, which is Lisa Lampanelli and at Lisa Lampanelli on Instagram. And Mm -hmm. always, you guys, I'm always happy to talk to you. It's very rare that there's a constant in my life that I'm not avoiding and like sometimes disappointed never disappointed so thank you Aww, so much you guys i that, love you oh you're thank gonna make you. me cry that may, that means uh-huh. a lot well that and if you lot, guys want to watch this before everyone else does mm-hmm. like 10 days early you guys have to go over to patreon.com forward slash oslp pick your mm-hmm. tier ten dollars or higher and mm-hmm. then go to youtube and subscribe because this does drop on youtube mm-hmm. um once a month and you just hit the little bell and it's going to notify yep. you and you'll see it and be like oh oslp with lisa and then you just get to watch our show together so yes. go over and do that it's very important because we gotta reach all the bariatric patients mm-hmm. because if i'm six years out Lisa's 11. Uh, this over three. here is almost three. And we still have the talks about feeling shame. Mm-hmm. So that means damn yeah. well, there's people out there that feel the fucking shame. And yes. you guys don't have to feel that. Nope. You don't. You don't. So go and reach out and do all the things. Yes. And then also go to our website, OurSleeveLifePodcast.com. And we have all of your merch needs there. That's we right. have all of our episodes on there. We have a little form where you can ask us questions. Um, we have all of Dr. D's stuff there we have all of lisa's stuff there that's right all of our top people that we absolutely love recording with and then also we are starting to do live shows we guys are too. live shows <laughs> with meet and greets that's right um so keep an eye on that because we will have a we have a live show uh tab in our on our website yep. and we're going to be dropping tickets there and you want to be the first to get them that's right so we'll be hopefully be coming to a city near you very soon yeah yeah well, if you come to new york or connecticut you know who's going to come on stage with you bitch oh, oh fuck yeah. my gosh let's I, do this why did i not think of that <laughs> <laughs> 
You better think of it. You better remember it too. Oh, it's happening. Oh, that's it's happening. happening. Yeah. So, so you guys stay tuned for that. Yes. That's going to be a blast. Yes. All three of us up on stage in real life. Um, yes, please. Holy shit. Yes. All righty. Oh, well, I love you guys. Thank you again for everything. Love you too. Your godsend to the community and to me. Yeah. Same right back at you. All right. We love you guys. And, and we will, we will see, see you next time. time. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you've enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on patreon.com forward slash OSLP for exclusive content with your favorite girls ever. Yeah. And also, check out our YouTube page. Subscribe, hit that little bell so you get notified when our new videos drop a week after they are released. Yeah, and we would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logos, Eric Vaughn with 17th Street Studios because he provides our music and our recording yes, space. Yes, Thanks for listening to Our Sleeve Live podcast where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.